Hey, I'm Drew. And I'm Tim. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In episode 50, we reflect on our first season of the podcast and look forward to the next season. Welcome to another episode of the Hearts and Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Sonnenberg, joined as always by my co-host, Tim Babbler. Tim, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Uh, it's crazy that we're at episode 50. Um, no kidding. Can't believe that we made it this far. It's actually pretty cool. So first of all, shout out to the listeners, those of you whose ears we are currently in. This wouldn't be possible without you, and also wouldn't be possible without our wonderful patrons on Patreon. And I'd actually like to take a minute just to say thank you to them by name. So huge shout out to Audrey Newman, Megan Shook, and Sarah from. You guys help this this podcast stay going and and stay funded and make sure that we cover hosting fees and things like that. So any others that are interested in supporting us, we have a lot of cool options available on patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast where you may be able to help us to support actual future contests to continue to support creative people to explore their craft and to actually really mutually benefit the church as a whole. But yes, yeah, thank you so much to, to Sarah, Megan, and I want to say Audrey, but I should say <laughs> she's my mother-in-law, so I should say mom. Yeah. Thank you to, to all three of you. It, we really, really do appreciate it. So obviously when we were in the planning stages, Drew, it's it was hard to decide like, were we actually going to make it the whole year? Would we, would we get to 50 episodes? Would we have enough people to talk to or enough things to talk about? Would people actually buy into it? So I was wondering if you could just maybe talk through um, our thought process and expectations when we were deciding that this is a thing we should actually do. Yeah, I still don't know that I actually like ever believed it was a good idea to do it. <laughs> but no, <laughs> like you and I had both talked about at one point or another t- starting some s- form of a podcast where we could talk about things relating to to worship or just the arts or creativity, and we we kicked a bunch of ideas around. We like we kind of both had the idea separately, and then t- we were like, "Well, why don't we just do it together?" But I think it was really after the first or not well technically the second hearts and hands workshop last year where we just got to meet so many super interesting creative people within the wells and just that kind of gave us a kickstart i think that just we had this very natural pool of people to to draw from that we wanted to talk to and learn from and know more about what they were doing and so i think that's that's really just where it started is like we'll talk to those people we'll talk to the people that we met at hearts and hands and we'll see if we can keep it going from there or not and i don't know i guess just in talking to them it, you know it just kind of kept leading to more people and to more people and to more people i think the first person we had on that we had never met before was anna biedenbender wasn't it yeah that sounds right yeah and you know we do, do you remember where we got her name from i feel like she was a recommendation from jason jasperson yeah he was one right. of her former students she was one of his former students i said that backwards Sure, sure. And then Anna recommended us more people, and then those people recommended us more people, and it's just kind of snowballed from there and been really cool. Uh, and really, one of the coolest things for me was the culmination of that at the most recent Hearts and Hands workshops, where I got to meet Anna and, and sing with her on stage and see her art. And then at the same time, all these other people that we had recommendations with is the same thing. Like, 
I, I talk to you and now I get to meet you. And this is so cool. Like for me, it, it's building a community. And I think that was what we had kind of said was when we were trying to lay down like our strategy and what's our purpose, like we really just wanted to strengthen what we call this community of Wells creatives. And it's something that's obviously not in everyone's vernacular and it's not in everyone's ears yet. But I think that this is a good place to start and continue to build from. Yeah, I agree. So one of the other things I was thinking about, Drew, as we were thinking back on, you know, planning and whatnot, I remember when we were throwing out, like we did the, how long is it going to be? And we had said, okay, you know, like a typical car ride for someone who commutes to work or, you know, what are, what topics are we going to cover? And then we had this, what are we going to name it? And I feel like it took us like three weeks and we were throwing out all these random ideas that like. At one point in time, I was thinking like, well, we're tying it to the community of Wells Creatives. And then we had these workshops called Hearts and Hands. So I was thinking even like this random thing called And Voices from like, you know, the hymn, Now Thank We All Are God, Hearts and Hands and Voices. Yeah. And then I was just literally, I remember saying, um, so why don't we just call ourselves the Hearts and Hands podcast? <laughs> because we are so closely tied to the Hearts and Hands workshops. Like, doesn't that just make sense? Like, why are we trying to make it more difficult for ourselves to come up with some random thing that now people are going to think, oh, well, there's this one thing and something separate with a different name. Like, no, we're, we're one cohesive unit. Yeah. And I think moving forward from there, then it was just like once we had the the interviews lined up and we knew kind of the direction we wanted to go with it there was just kind of this worry of like, is anybody actually going to listen? Yeah. Uh, and like, I don't know about you, but I've just been blown away. We posted on Facebook a few weeks ago that we hit our 5,000th listen. Like there are, there's not 5,000 people, but there are right. people who have taken the time 5,000 different times to listen to us talk to people, which just blows my mind. Yeah. That's super humbling. And especially when I think about when we started and, you know, we had kind of the short list of people that we knew we could talk to, like our friends who are creatives and the people we knew from the, you know, the second hearts and hands workshops where it's like, okay, we're talking to people we know, we're talking to people we know. And then, like you said, once we started branching out into our first like recommendation and seeing that the reach that each person has been able to bring us because they share it on social media we now are getting additional listens from each time we have a new person on because of their network being bigger than ours. Yeah, and that's that's been super cool to see. On uh, Buzzsprout, where we host our things, you can see like where people are listening from. And I always like to check in. Some of them, I don't know, they might just be random people. Like there's someone from Zagreb in Croatia that listened to <laughs> one of our most recent episodes. That might be a fluke, I don't know. But there's also, like, we name-dropped, or not name-dropped, but we kind of hinted at this person. There's somebody in a city called Haver, Montana, that listens fairly regularly. And I have no idea, first of all, where Haver, Montana is. And second of all, I, I even had to look up how to pronounce it. I think, <laughs> I think I got it right. But, like, I have no idea who this person is, but they sit and they listen to us. And that's, like you said earlier, just super humbling. And it's a cool experience for us, too, because... We've not only got to interview people we've never met before, but when we started doing uh, these roundtables or, or multi-person interviews, I think that just opened up a whole new opportunity for us. When we were all together at Camp South, it was you and me and Kent and Caleb, right? And yeah. we just were talking about this concept of heart music. And I was like, it's one thing being like right now, you and I are sitting in our, you know, our own respective cities in our own states, not 
face to face, but we're having this conversation. And then we always bring in people too from another location. Like we're all sitting at microphones, staring maybe at our computer screens, talking to each other. Whereas when you're in a round table, like I feel like the conversation is, is super authentic as well because you can feed off of each other. When you're when you're talking over a microphone to somebody, you're not sure if someone's gonna cut in, so maybe you have like an awkward pause. And I love when uh, this can be like insider information for uh, just our listeners. Like every time we uh, are getting our guests like ready for a podcast, we're always like, don't worry if you say like a bunch of ums or ahs or if there's long pauses because we edit that out. It's not live. But pretty much for a roundtable, like it's live. You just go with it. Yeah, those those have been some of my my favorite. Now, I'm not saying that like those are the best guests or those are the best conversations, but just that format or that method, I think, is has been super valuable and just an interesting way. There's been a few times throughout this this season and this year where people have said to us, "Hey, like this article just came out, and I think it's like those concepts are really important to be talking about." Or I really just want to hear people discuss this. It's not that I need to hear from one specific person. I just want to hear kind of like a variety of views of how we as as Christians and as Lutherans can tackle this sort of thing. And I'm looking forward to doing a lot a lot of those in the coming seasons as well. Yeah, and I do think that's another thing that we can explore now that we've kind of got our baseline set with this season. Like our listeners know what to expect, right? Those who are listening, you know that for the most part, we're going to be talking to someone who's doing something creative and how they can use that for worship or how they can support people who are creative using their gifts in, in some way that brings glory and honor to God. But, you know, we're not claiming to be experts on anything. And for the most parts, those of us that we're, those people we're bringing in are not saying, I am the number one person for this. But we can bring in different viewpoints. And doing so, we can then share things like book recommendations or we can share things like album recommendations, or even just reviews. Like there's new albums coming out all the time. And I know there's a lot of people in different churches that are like, is this a good thing? Is this something we should be listening to? Or is it something we should be using for worship? Again, not that you and I are the ones who are the the hands down experts on this topic, but we can share an opinion and we can bring in someone else to share an opinion as well. Yeah, and I also do appreciate the variety of, of views we've had so far. Like I think if you would sit some of our, our guests down next to each other, they would vehemently disagree with each other. Um, right. And not that we're just like trying to let people just kind of carefree and, and without any thought, like say whatever they want on this podcast. But I think it's cool to see people who are giving a lot of thought and intentionality to their their views and their work and everything. And even if you go about your work differently than somebody else goes about theirs, not necessarily saying one is right or wrong or better or worse, but just being able to, to experience all of those different ways of doing things has been super cool and super eye-opening for me. And that's the reality of the church is there's no one correct way to do things. And we can have different viewpoints. and Jesus. Things. Jesus is the correct way to do things. Okay, you are fine, <laughs> fine. But what I'm saying is, as far as methodology goes, you know that even you and I don't do things the same way in our churches. We we obviously stick to clear scripture, clear doctrine, but the way we go about something is not prescribed by scripture. And when something is not prescribed, you can have different approaches to it. Yeah. So yeah, like what what else, Tim? Have from this first season that we're wrapping up today, what has been kind of super rewarding or, or eye-opening or, you know, that's something that you're thankful for as we approach Thanksgiving here. What, what are your takeaways from this first season? 
Well, first of all, I am, as we mentioned earlier, I'm just grateful that so many people have taken the time to sit down and talk with us because it's, you know, we, a lot of people live busy lives and busy isn't necessarily always good, but a lot of times it's what's required of us or maybe most expected of us by society. And these people take 20 to 30 to 40 minutes out of their week to sit down with us and just share their viewpoint on something. So to all of the people we've had on the podcast, thank you. And to all of you listening who are going to be in the podcast next season or the following season, thank you in advance for considering to take the time. Like for me, it's it's people would, would sit down and want to share their thoughts with me. It's it's hard for someone like me to think like, oh yeah, of course they're going to want to sit down with me. Like you think of people who have like best-selling novels or whatever. Obviously people are going to want to sit down with them for 20 or 30 minutes. Sure. But when it's someone who's just this little podcast that two college buddies put together to try to help encourage other people to be creative. And we're getting so many people, like all of our guests have just been amazing and awesome. And I learn so much. Like for me, that's what's rewarding is I can live my life in a bubble, right? I could do my things my way in my place and I I could see stuff from the outside. But when I'm actually getting a chance to see so many perspectives and hear from so many different people who are talented in so many different things, it's eye-opening. And and it's really, to me, that's one of the most rewarding things. Yeah. And I think personally, just being a little more introspective, like this podcast has pushed me in ways that I am not normally comfortable. For those of you who, who, who know me pretty well, I'm about as introverted as you can get. So, <laughs> so the idea of, of calling up people and wanting to talk to them for 20 minutes and much less calling up complete strangers that I've never met before. If you had told me that even like five years ago, I would have said you were crazy. Um, right. But I think one of the, the super cool things I've found is this idea that Jason Jasperson talked about at the first Hearts and Hands and has talked about since of just finding your tribe and that you know, even once you get past the initial like one minute of, of meeting these people on on the Skype conversation, like it just feels like they're they're part of it. Like these are your people. These are the people that uh, get or think about things the way you think about things. And so I've just with none of our guests have I ever felt like uncomfortable or anything like that. I, it's always just been super fun to get to talk to them and pick their brains and and learn from them. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Now, Drew, thinking back to uh, the different topics we've covered so far, are there any of them that was really like shocking or surprising to you? Like when we started this, I never thought that we would cover this topic. I mean, the the obvious one is the, one of the more recent ones. We talked to a magician. Because <laughs> <laughs> especially when we first started, I think we kind of focused a little more narrowly on you know, connecting things to worship specifically. And we still do that with a lot of our guests or even just talking with Brandon last week about using your gifts in service to the church or as an offering to the church, whether, whether that's necessarily in a worship service or not is, is different. But, you know, I think we've branched out a little bit more to just how people like how people's faith life is interacting with their creative life and things like that. And so just being able to talk to, to a magician is something I would never have have guessed. And like we we've been able to talk to Dan twice now, and I've just loved every minute of it. Yeah. How about you? Which one or which one or ones were most surprising for you? Well, the one topic maybe that I never expected to cover was when we talked with Lydia Metzger about vulnerability. Yeah. Um, you know when you 
when you do something like this even, or in general, when uh, if you're at lead worship or if you're an artist or if you're a writer or a speaker or whatever your creative gifts are, people don't talk about their vulnerability. And I was not sure if that was something I wanted to do. Like when that topic came up and she's saying something that especially her as a, a violinist, a professional violinist, she feels vulnerable at times, even though she's extremely talented, as as I've seen. Like talking about that and working through this idea that it's okay to be vulnerable because it's it's a true reminder of our brokenness and our sinful state, but we can be made whole through Christ. Like I never thought that we would talk about like I always thought people would be like, Well, this is how I can perfectly paint this, or this is how I can compose this song. Like, yeah, it's great to hear those things, but to talk about something that everyone goes through, I think is a really cool thing. Absolutely. So we kind of alluded to this a little bit. Also, I've decided I use the word alluded way too much in every episode. <laughs> but we alluded to this earlier that this is the end of our first season. After this, we're going to take just a short break for the holidays and we'll be back at the beginning of January with, you know, recharged and reloaded and ready to go for another season. But I was I was curious, Tim, if there are things you are looking forward to with this next season or things you are hoping to to do or to try that we haven't done before. What what are your your hopes or your expectations for season two? Yeah, I'm definitely really excited about next season because now that I know like we've done this for a whole season now and we have like this proof of concept, as Seth and Jenna Herlick would say, like people are buying into what we can do. I think this is where we can really take a step forward in season two and try new things. For example, I would love to to give recommendations or bring in even have like a resident like recommendation person like someone we always go to and it's like now we're gonna hear from this person about this this album or this book because there are people who read books all the time and people who listen to albums as i mentioned earlier and i think if we have someone we can just go to and say what are your thoughts on this or have multiple people you know different perspectives like we always talk about and i think that's going to be a a really cool part of season two moving forward what about you drew yeah i think we we mentioned earlier maybe doing a few more of those roundtable discussions. I, I found those always have been super valuable, at least for me personally, and hopefully for our listeners as well. Just, you know, there are there are many topics that come up throughout the year that just people are, are naturally talking about within the church or within creative circles or whatever the case may be. So just not just like trying super hard to be to be trendy and relevant or anything, but just, you know, it's a very natural thing that these are the things that people are talking about. So if there's anything that we can add to the conversation or any people that we can bring in that are going to bring in a, a very helpful view or something like that, I'm really looking forward to those. And then I guess just, you know, meeting more, more and more new people that we haven't met yet. We've already got a few plans. We've got some recommendations from our, our past guests and everything. I'm looking to see, looking forward to seeing how those work out. Yeah, and I think that as uh, one of our patrons, Sarah, has mentioned, she lives in Texas. So for her, she doesn't know a lot of people in the Midwest. So when we get to do these events like the Hearts and Hands workshops or the upcoming Bread for Beggars Festival, like we get to bring that experience to her through this podcast. So I think that's one of those really cool things for our listeners who are in you know the far-reached areas that don't have the opportunity to maybe connect geographically like some of us do. Help us to continue to help you by bringing uh, a, a wide variety of talent and a wide variety of, of experiences and a wide variety of uh, perspectives just to you so you can you know experience the same things that some people uh, who maybe live more closely to or can. 
Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of a nice way to, to wrap this up, that we say this pretty much every week, but we really do mean it. If there are people you want to hear from or things you want to hear talked about, please reach out to us, even through this this break we're taking in for the holidays. Feel free to reach out to us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com or on all of our social media platforms at Wells Creatives. We love hearing from you. We love meeting new people and hearing the recommendations of these people that you've got for us. They've been some of our best episodes, I think, personally. Just these people that we're just meeting for the first time and get to hear their experiences and their perspectives. So keep it going. We want to hear more from you. We want to hear from more of you. So thanks again, and keep it up. And as the holiday season approaches, we definitely want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a blessed Advent season leading up to the wondrous time that is Christmas and Epiphany season that follows after that. We look forward to talking with you all again and and being in your ears uh, come January for season two. I think God's going to continue to do great things through this ministry, and I'm really excited about our next season. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next year.